This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Uh, my name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. Um, I am at a finance event in Arizona, and uh, my guest today is Tom Hood of AICPA and SEMA. Um, Tom and I have actually been talking about this event for quite a while. I'm so excited to get to meet him in person, talk about some industry trends. Uh, I think it's going to be a great conversation, and I'm so pleased you're listening to it. Tom, thanks so much for joining me today. Jeff, it's great to be here. Just, just before we get into this, um, could you walk us through what your organization is uh, and what they do? So AICPA SEMA is a new kind of result of a merger of two organizations. Many people knew the American Institute of CPAs. That was the CPA side in, in the Amer in US. And SEMA was a global organization outside of the Americas for management accounting. They came together, so we've added a big focus on corporate or management accounting into the Americas and now it's renamed the AICPA and SEMA. That's a 696,000 global accountants, professional accountants, including certified public accountants and corporate or management accountants, the CGMA side. So that's what we're doing now is focusing on corporate talent development in addition to what we've done for years in the CPA space. You gave a presentation a little bit earlier today, and you know I won't ask you to repeat a 35-minute uh, presentation. It was, it was very well received. I, I was in the back of the room and I couldn't get a chair, but uh, I know there were some trends uh, that, that came up that I would love for you to repeat just very quickly before we get into the conversation. Yep. Top trends, talent, finding and retaining talent. Number two, building a culture for a remote and distributed world. Number three was need for new skills in the team. Number four, digital transformation. And then there's things like ESG and DEI and all these other ones. The big thing that was that the crowd really appreciated was the fact that it's not just one of these trends that everybody's dealing with or even two. It's the fact that they're all coming at an accelerated rate right now. And that's what's creating this whole talent performance situation. I do want to talk about some of the workforce development trends, and uh, I, I guess we should get into one of these topics. I appreciate they're interlinked, but for the sake of you know, having this interview happen, uh, let's talk about talent. One of the trends that I'm hearing a lot at this show, and I, I think you are too as well, is uh, the battle for talent. And I know that's one of those things that seems like you know, every conference everywhere is talking about, but even more so lately. And uh, I know you even gave a, a workshop earlier today. It was very well attended on this topic. I wonder if you could talk to us about you know, your views on this thing, some of the things that you're hearing from executives. Talk to me about what's going on in the world of talent. Talent is definitely showing up as the number one issue facing finance teams. Along with it is maintaining culture in a hybrid distributed work environment. And they're both related to the accelerating trends that are coming as a result of COVID and the digital transformation acceleration that was happening before it. So think of it as a perfect storm and it's bundling all of these things together. So when you're having conversations with some of the, uh, the senior executives who it's, it's their team that people are you know, looking for greener pastures, or at the very least, you know, hey, I'm trying to hold on to my top talent. You know, what are some of the things that you're recommending to them or that they're asking, is anyone else trying this? Like, how do those conversations go? It goes to the point of one, awareness, like, okay, now I understand maybe why this is accelerating. And I'm realizing that it's not just about getting new jobs, 
but it's also about the skills that we're providing for them because we've been providing skills based on the old models of working. And just, just one of the stats is e-commerce accelerated by 10 years during the pandemic. So if you just think about that pace, the skills in the, in the finance teams have not kept up with that pace of change and that digital transformation. So we've created this gap, and what they're saying is, how do I fill the gap? Well, the gap is not filled with technical skills. It's filled with what we call success skills, but it means things like strategic thinking, leadership and sense-making, collaboration. Those types of skills are where it's, they're different than they were pre-pandemic. Now, when I think of, okay, well, there's a, a gap in my team and I need to fill it, a lot of the time people talk about training, but what you're talking about here is experience. I mean, how are you identifying the people who have that experience if you can't train for it? So actually you can train for it. It's called building out a competency model plan. And we do that kind of work at AICPA SEMA, but it is about prioritizing the right competencies that they need for where they're going. Not what they need today, but think about where they headed so they can start putting that skill place, skills in place with their team to be ready for the next wave of transformation that they're dealing with. Okay, so if I'm the CFO of a Fortune 500 company and I can identify, yes, this is a piece that I need, what would working with AICPA and SEMA look like? So we've got lots of options from everything from online learning that you could put a discipline program in for your team. We've got in-person things as well as conferences all over the world that could be recommended. The point would be to pick the top things that would help you the fastest and then begin to put in a program that is repeatable so that you can scale it. Because that's the other part, right? Is as they transform, these businesses are growing rather fast. And how do you continue to upskill, especially in light of some of the turnover and other things that everybody's experiencing? So, you know, some of this is training the team that we've already got, giving them new opportunities, uh, helping them advance their careers there is an opportunity to go get someone else's talent though, right? Like what, what does that side of the conversation look like? Well, I think you're right. There's, I mean, and they say people don't leave companies, they leave managers. So there are strategies that people do where they find someone that's maybe disgruntled at a competitor or at another company and they say, okay, it looks like they might have a lot of the right skills. They would literally go pick that person off and then maybe try to pick the manager and bring a whole department over is not unheard of in this environment. So that's a, not a legitimate strategy to start thinking about. Is this a two-year problem? Is it a five-year problem? Is it from now on? Like, what is the timeline before things settle? Or maybe they'll never settle. So pre-pandemic, I would have said it might be like a three- or four-year problem. Now, I have to say it's uncertain because we don't know what the rest of the pandemic is going to give. We're not even out of it yet. Um, but I will say that I think it is probably a three to five year problem and we're going to have to start investing now if you want to keep, because the other part is talent, if you give them credentials and a learning plan, it keeps them. So it's a retention tool. So when you think about investing, it's like, what's the ROI on this? Well, if I can get higher retention, more satisfaction and more engagement in my teams, my performance will go up through the roof. So that's where you legitimately do that. But I think you have to start, that's why we think a disciplined way of developing your people is the safest way no matter what. Because then you're building a kind of system that's scalable so that you can continue to provide talent to your finance team for years into the future. Again, I'm not a 
chief finance officer, but I feel that's the hypothetical I have to put to you. Um, I have identified again, okay, this, this looks good to me, and I know AICPA and SEMA have a lot of different offerings and trying to figure out which one is going to fit with which executive or is there some sort of package where I can hand a department uh, these tools. How does actually working with you and getting started look like? What's the timeline involved? So we have learning experts that would literally sit down and craft a work on your priorities. What are the key business objectives and what are the big priorities for learning? We would then show you competency models. They say, here, what are the priorities you want to have? And then we would begin to offer you options, right? Here's some options that you can build in. And some of them could be repeatable and continuing. Some of them could be one shot to get some people up to speed right away. So it's literally basing a customized bespoke curriculum of options for each company to think about for their teams. Okay, so I am interested, and I think a lot of people out there hearing this are saying, okay, well, it's, it's a resource that you know, I can tap that maybe I haven't looked into before. What is the best way to set wheels in motion? How do, how do they get in touch? So they can connect to me on LinkedIn, Tom Hood in LinkedIn. You can use my email, tom.hood at AICPA-SEMA.com. So that would be the easiest ways. Our website, we have a, a dedicated website for our learning products called w, for BLIonline.org. So www.blionline.org. So those are the best ways to get a hold of us. Yeah, I've visited uh, several of your websites uh, over the last eight months, and I think you're a, a great organization with a lot of great tools uh, for finance executives. So I encourage everyone listening, I mean, if you've made it this far into the podcast, you're probably interested in, in some of what he's had to say. Give him a look. Uh, I have Tom on LinkedIn. Uh, he's a really great uh, producer of content. There's always something interesting in the news feed when, when Tom's online. Tom, thanks so much for your time today. Pleasure being here. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Uh, I've been Jeff Nix. Let's do it again soon. Mm-hmm.